0: Welcome, everybody, to the Plot Armor Podcast. My name is Brett.
1: I'm Katie.
0: I'm Eric. And today we're going to be talking about our most recent event at Divine Intervention.
2: Yay! What,
0: what event was this? Nine? Um,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, numbers. So
0: event yes. nine at Divine Intervention. Yeah. And it's... um. I don't know man, it was kinda low key, not a whole lot happened. We probably don't have a lot to talk about. Ah! <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. What a lame comedy bit, I know. Alright, yeah. yeah, no, we got a lot to talk about, especially Katie. Oh. This is a Kate this is a very K D oh. event.
2: Oh. Oh.
0: It was. You had a lot going on.
1: I always have a lot going on. Doc Doc gets dragged into all kinds of stuff. Mm. It's it's it- not a it's not a True di event. If I'm not hearing Doctor Cub here, screamed like every twenty minutes probably,
2: mm.
1: and it's usually for something that I can't even help with. But mm. you know, Doc does her best.
2: <laughs> right. We had some we had some fun times in Osteenland, though. Oh I'm yeah, liked about that. Was that yeah. was that in the beginning? No, we can talk about that later. No, okay. I wasn't there Friday, so. Oh, okay. you guys can figure that out,
0: probably uh probably get through Friday. We're gonna do the more episodic formula where we just kind of like give a rundown of the event, um things that happened, things that we noticed,
1: yeah.
0: all of that stuff. so um it started Friday night. did it start with any no, it was a very normal start at least for me. I don't did anybody start on mods?
1: I started in town.
0: Okay, yeah, I started also in town. And um there was a lot of chatting, a lot of just mingling with the with the town. And the town was actually rather cool. This is the first time I've been. This is my second DI event. And it was the first one where we were actually in proper brink and the tents that were set up were really cool because we had a lot of um canopies and we had the medic tent.
1: No. And all of that. We mean was, the party tent? Cool. Yeah, Listen. party
0: ten. <laughs> you
2: mean the drug use tent?
1: No. Oh,
0: they <laughs> really got into those narcotics, though. So people right? ate that like candy.
2: We needed, we needed sleep suppressants. Damn it. That's oh my God. true.
0: That's true. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't. I think I only have one thing to talk about for Friday night, and that was the pirate thing yeah um do you oh, no. so i'll i'll probably wait because you probably had a lot more going on katie than i,
1: I for friday sorry. night all right i i don't oh god Let, I feel let's
2: so hear hard. your momentous occasion tell us katie right now what happened friday night
1: uh a bat leech hunter showed up in town oh nice um
2: now is that the one you think that is the bat leech also <laughs>
1: We we don't know. I I didn't even think about it. This isn't even like my, my theory, but I mean I don't know. She she didn't act nervous when I showed her like my bone saw and stuff like that. So I I think it's a it's a worthy theory. It would be interesting to find out. But um, she was not interested in talking to Doc at all.
2: Uh, <laughs> well,
1: mostly. Well, she she only really wanted to talk to Hestrin, which I think is super fair because like Hestrin's the one who is all effed up from a
0: bad monster.
1: Yeah. So they um so that conversation happened and that was kind of like a big oof kind of moment, mostly because I think for most of us, um it it was pretty much the information was. The cure doesn't or the treatment does not work or at least it will eventually stop working if we kill the bat leech then we we get the the ultimate cure and then it fixes everything and i think for a lot of people that was um kind of like a whoa okay that's pretty crazy i mostly felt bad because um a lot of people had spent bgas and like hard actions like collecting silver and putting a lot of investment into it and then it seemed kind of weird all all together i would say it was probably kind of a flub on our part to assume that like oh yeah this will definitely be an ultimate cure thing because it that would completely invalidate and cheapen a lot of people's actions but i don't know
0: i mean you Um, didn't know um, yeah. did, you, did you did anybody to detect magic on this bat leech hunter
1: no um oh,
0: everybody's sure.
2: magic
1: I, I know but
0: like <laughs> it but but maybe i don't know you said you asked if they might possibly be the bat leech themselves or something yeah Can you say I, that? I
1: would say you might be worth... able to
0: detect magic and maybe they'd be like i don't know bat magic <laughs> and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh we found it <laughs> gotcha
1: I think it's you. You, Um, I think for that it would be detect afflictions, and I probably should have done that. Uh, um, I think, the, I the think issue with yeah. detect afflictions, it takes a minute to do.
2: Oh yeah, it's I still like, think you should just chuck a bunch of pearl at them. Yeah. <laughs> I still think uh, we should probably detect
0: magic them next time, just to see they might have something like dark. Is that
2: is that even a? I guess.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that siphon can siphons can do. Oh yeah. We it's, always forget uh, to have a pretty siphon. Interesting. Pretty much the combo for if we are suspicious of someone is detect afflictions and detect magic. So you get a remedies and a and a siphon on someone. Right. you get a pretty good idea of what, what they're coming in with. The problem I is d- is that you need enough time to do both of those things.
0: Right. It takes thirty seconds to detect magic. Which is super funny when you detect magic on Stank.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the only other thing that happened for me Friday night that was like a thing was I know the the void showed up and Doc was oh, pretty... Oh, that's right. I, I spent most of the event talking to other players and like hanging out in the med tent and making sure that that was going okay.
0: Right. The void thing was also a... Um, the void thing was also big for me. That Friday yeah. night, I forgot about that. But I think the pirates happened first, so maybe I'll get to the pirates. So, Yar. at some point in the night, a, a band of pirates with the Rot came in to camp, and, um... Oh, no, oh yeah, we have to explain the Herald thing first, actually.
1: You're gonna have to do that, because I totally missed all of it.
0: Okay, so, this is the first time I even heard about Heralds, but they are they like the namesake they like give news and stuff they have apparently have an h on their neck um but these ones have been um enchanted by rilla and dream magic so they are 100 percent loyal servants to her and they can detect or they can make it so you have to tell the truth so they were asking us a bunch of questions while making us have to tell the truth and i think some people were trying to give like Not false answers, but, like, very general answers and all this stuff because they didn't want to reveal too much to Rilla. And then, I believe, a Calanth killed one of them or killed two of them. Um, That's what that screech was. Like, they make this terrible scream that, like, lasts a long while when you, like, stab them. Um, And then they eventually, like, left, I guess, So, but you know, an hour later, all these rock pirates came down and they were also in service to Rilla via Dream Magic. And they were basically asking, or basically saying that an alarm was tripped, that being the Herald. And they know who killed a Herald because they had to bring him to justice. And it was this big, like, cluster F of all these people, not quite sure what to do until fighting broke out. And then. People fought a lot. <laughs> uh, we had this big skirmish in town, um, which was super fun because I love fighting. Um, and eventually, everybody was worn down. Up until the uh, the leader of the pirate guy, he apparently has a name, but I don't remember it. It was something with L. Um, but he was like to the side, and people were like pointing swords at him, and interrogating and kicking him around and stuff. And um, so I got involved because I'm trying to be a, a peaceful kind of person. So I didn't want stabbed him in the gut and I didn't want it. I didn't want him to die. So especially since he seemed like he was, had some information like a, like a trove of weaponry that sealed away and all this stuff. So I was trying to talk with him while everybody's like pointing swords and knives and all this stuff at him. Like, and all this stuff. So I like move him to a tree and like we heal him. We bring him to the medic tent at some point and like fix him up a bit. And we're talking. And my whole thing is I'm trying to get information about the weapon armory, which I didn't do very well. And then I was hoping I could at least get him on the ideology that the fight that just happened was confusing and that it's not anybody's fault. Things just ended up going a weird way and that we were nice enough to spare his life um, and that he should definitely tell Rilla that. <laughs> Put in a good word for us. That things could have gone worse. He was also saying earlier, I think he was saying earlier that even if he died, Rilla could bring him back. So there's no point in killing him. But he still really, 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 really didn't want to die. So I don't know if he was telling the truth or not but I was, I think
2: he told the truth. I think so. He, I, I think, I think so right too there. now,
0: um, but I was just trying to keep him alive. Right. And so I spent like 45 minutes talking to this guy and trying to be super nice to him and uh, very Walker like, and then we get it. We, we make it so he can leave. So he goes off into the woods to leave. And then I hear a scream in the woods followed by a clan member leaving the woods, putting away a weapon. So I was like, "Oh, cool! I didn't just spend 45 minutes talking to that guy or anything, just for him <laughs> to be killed in the woods by some That's clan. That's what you get. That's what I you was get. like, "I'm a little, I'm a little annoyed that that happened," but at the same time, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of stab the guy in the woods. No, I'm just a proponent wow. of players. Player initiative. Yeah, player initiative, and sometimes it collides, and I think that's a good thing. So, you know, I'm I'm very annoyed that this client member did that, but at the same time, I'm like I'm like, you know, good that you. In, that just enriches the game, I guess. But god damn, I spent so long talking to that stupid rot pirate to put in a good word for
2: us. Aww. I think the problem here Aww. is Aww. that you even yes. bothered letting the rot pilot pirate- pirate live that I oh what you, you're you supposed to They're they're kill on site <laughs> you really you really just have to get to this level of understanding I'm not, a, I'm not really? a kill on site person just just if you see a rot pirate you you kill them on site well really? happy if you see a rot pirate you
0: can go ahead I'm not
2: going to I have I actually have some really good one-liners with with rot pirates while while fighting Pretty great. the
0: only one-liner I care about is the Osteen battle cry Right before you jump error. into a battle, no, that no, I like the other one, not the face,
2: not the face. <laughs> not the face. No, we did a, we did a, um, we we went and fought rot pirates one time. Yeah, and it was funny because they're like the rot pirates were expecting like merchants. Yeah, so, so all the players were going up there, and they didn't realize that my character was like in the military hunting rot pirates for his like most of his like uh, military career. Oh yeah. So he's very anti-Rot Pirate. So uh, they're like, the rock Pirates are like, oh, uh, are you the merchants? And everybody's like, oh, Cappy's a merchant. So they look back and I'm dressed up. I got like my conquistador helmet on. I got like my chest piece on. This is like probably the second game, right? I got two swords and I'm running up there. I got like peacock feather- feathers coming off my helmet. And they're like, Cappy, they're asking for a merchant. You're a merchant. Get up here. And I get up there. And the uh, brought pirates, like, oh, are you a merchant? And I'm like, I am the merchant of death, prepared to die. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what
1: shit. the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. It was pretty great. I got
2: em. It was pretty great. <laughs> Not bad. I killed them uh, <laughs> I, I
1: would say that's an important lesson. And um, make sure you talk to everyone on brink so you know what all their motivations are.
0: Yeah, Yeah, kill them out. Yep, that's that actually is really important because I found out a clanth members' motivations seem to only be kill everything. So Hey,
1: oh not necessarily. Uh, I
0: wanna say half of the clanth are like that. (laughs) Kill everything on site, no prisoners. There's a few that aren't like that. (laughs) There's a lot that are like that. And that I mean they're playing their culture right. It seems that seems them. I'm not like saying they're bad players. I'm just their their uh their priorities are just very obvious. Yeah. Um what was I going to say? Um all right, so the pirate thing happened and then the other thing that one of the other bigger things that happened Friday night at least for me was um a embodiment of void showed up and void is you know the that like the endless void like the vacuum and it's not super happy with brink and everything that's going on in what's the name of the world tell me tell me tell because it's in a pocket dimension Oh no, Arcana shouldn't... oh arcana 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 shouldn't exist it's in a pocket dimension so the void's really upset about it um, and so it's trying to bring everything back into the void. And so it was like touching us and like doing void damage and shit. And we we're trying to talk to it and it wasn't going well. And then we just started hitting it with like weapons a lot. And eventually it went down only for another one to show up like half an hour later. That was a lot stronger. And uh, it actually like knocked me down at one point. And I had to br- be brought to the hospital, the, the doctor tent. And then I got healed and I ran right back in.
2: The doctor, too.
0: But we were, like, we were, like, dancing around it and, like, hitting it a lot. (laughs) We eventually were able to, like, hit it enough that it went down. But it was, like, a good half an hour or so of it, like, like talking to us. And it wanted its book back. Something, uh, and the book is something else. Um, It's, I don't know, some of the other Void-specific players are kind of doing stuff with that but it was yeah. very dangerous. It was very dangerous to everybody but Otto and Eric. I mean Isaac, um, because they can absorb void damage now, apparently.
1: Yeah. So
0: they're pretty they're the best bet in tackling that guy again. Um but yeah, and I think I only went down once that night. So that was good. And I don't think I did much else Friday night.
2: Boyd's a rough customer, man.
0: Void is pretty... We don't have a good answer to Void yet, either. I mean, the embodiments eventually get killed by, like, Mundane after, like, 200 hits. So, um... Alright, so that was Friday night. There's probably a lot more that went on, but, like we tell you guys every time, we don't see everything that happens in... In, in our LARP okay. games.
1: One other thing happened that wasn't of, like, deep significance. It, it, like, kind of overlapped with Dr. Crumpier. Actually, I don't know if it happened Friday night, so we'll just talk about it Saturday.
0: Okay. Well, we're talking about Saturday now, because Saturday happened. Saturday morning arrived.
2: Whoa! Well, the sun!
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it shit. It really fast.
0: <laughs> I... <don't>... I... <laughs> don't remember if i did anything in the morning um
2: i got there in the morning
0: yeah i saw you and um did you and both um charlie arrive at the same time
2: oh yeah well i got there early i threw my tent up uh and then i saw charlie pull in in her carriage yeah pretty (laughs) good stuff um time
0: yeah, it was cool seeing Charlie arrive. Um, oh, I remember Sunday morning stuff. Did you guys arrive before or after Iggy showed up?
2: I think I was watching, it, uh, watching Iggy sit on a park bench while I set up my tent. So.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so another big thing about the plot of the game is, like we've been saying, Rilla, who's the god goddess of light, and now a embodiment of... Dream magic or the dream stone, I'm not quite sure, but um, they're super fucking powerful now, and all the other gods have gone in hiding, so that's been a big thing is you know, the gods, the cover story, um, and where they are because they're supposed to be hiding, but Zephyr showed up in camp with a false identity, but still obviously Zephyr, and Iggy just showed up in full armor. And nobody's really taking the hiding thing very seriously. Oh, wait, can we backtrack a quick second? Because I do remember an nope, important we cannot, conversation that happened Friday. At
2: all. No, but it's super <laughs> important. No backtracking. You're not <laughs> oh, a time but... right, buddy. No, it's You're a not a time very... right. Get in the like, back it's of It's the... like
0: super important.
2: Oh.
1: Well, I'm a time right.
2: Uh, yeah. You can only backtrack.
0: But no.
2: Oh, that's okay, okay, there you
1: go, Brett.
0: Yay, thanks for that opening. (laughs) Appreciate it. Um, So I did end up having a conversation Friday night with Faith, who is the magistrate, right? That's the title? Magistrate? High Um, Magistrate. High Magistrate. So the leader of the Chosen. And and then I ended up popping the question of, hey, so I've been thinking. So now that we know the gods aren't quite as godly as their mythos that we were all, like, given, that probably means that the Chosen haven't actually been chosen by some divine intelligence, correct? And and um, and um Faith began to say that, gave me all the information of... So Avenge, at one point, they did. They did handpick people. And then it became one of the jobs of the magistrate. And the magistrate is the one that selects children and newborns and takes them into the monastery. Um, nice. And and she's and so Faith is the most recent one to have selected children. And she was telling me about how terrible it is when she gets like letters from parents like begging for their children back. What? Yeah. Because Thanks, not. Faith. not- Not all of them are super happy. Not all parents are happy that their kid has been chosen. You know, it's always been like a symbol of good fortune, luck, high honor. If one of your children is chosen. But some don't like it. And they don't get any saying. And they write letters. The scar in particular really didn't like whenever a children was taken. Oh, they take them from the scar too? Yep.
1: They take them from anywhere
0: yeah every they every culture cuz they want to have no biasism oh my so gosh so they so um but she said <laughs> that what it, it is important cuz there has to be there has to be chosen and and i was saying i was asking her a bunch of questions i was like can't you just have people can't you just have people like join like volunteers and she says well the problem with that is then they come in with some cultural biasism and we're supposed to be a force of unbiasedism we're supposed to be a neutral party in all things um
1: I'll and all this out. stuff
0: uh so we'll get to that more um <laughs> but, but I basically spent a while talking to her about um just chosen things. Now that the facade of the gods is kind of gone, what are some of the, let's shine some light on some of our our, our brick walls made out of playing cards, so to speak. Um, but that was the big one. So now we can probably move on to Sunday, sorry. That seemed like important, especially for some later stuff I have to talk about this game. Yeah, yeah so uh yeah so sun saturday morning um do you have anything specific katie that happened saturday morning
1: um the big thing that happened for me saturday morning was i um ended up going on a time right thing Ooh. Um, i
0: don't, don't know if i know my- Is this way it was at the temple
1: this is a time right bubble um circa who's one of the like I would say Circa is one of the time rates. We have um yep. a couple time rights that have like been around for a really long time and are like really proficient time right users. Mm-hmm. So I would say they're they're like the ones that are often looked to for things. Like I'll be hundred percent honest. When people think time right, I'm almost certain that most people don't think Dr. Compier. I didn't even
0: I didn't even yeah, know you were time right.
1: She doesn't she doesn't really do a whole lot of time right stuff. I pretty much took it for the healing area healing thing. Yep. But she's been using it so much less and less um until recently. Ooh. Um but Circa, who is a centaine, had um lost her time rate abilities. I guess something happened with the one of the bad world stone holders of time, one of the evil mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And um so we had to go do a time bubble thing with good Yorath in order to get her time rate powers back. But it could create some paradoxes and, like, fuck with her past slash future and all that kind of stuff. So it was um mostly, I think it was us fighting Yorubi? Question mark? I don't know. I know they were coming out and they were like, die, centaine scum, which oh, is cheers. one of my favorite things to hear NPCs shouting this weekend. Because they would just come out and be like, get out of our homeland and stuff like that. And it was just very generic, repeating the same message. And they kept coming back while we were inside the time bubble. Like, it just kept replaying the scene. And we were starting to get a little worn down because they were coming mm-hmm. out faster and faster. And I think with, like, I don't know if it was higher steps, stats or more staff people. But it was getting harder and harder. And it got to the point where one of our newest players, who's a Scorbenta named Dodd, um, Faith was like, Oh, if you're going on this thing, let me introduce myself to you first, just in case I have to pull you from the intervention, the the deck of fate. I want mm-hmm. I would I would at least like to know your name. So <laughs> I'm unconscious on the ground and I like I keep my eyes open so I don't get freaking stepped on. Right. And I look over and I just see <laughs> the staff member <laughs> go up and do Finishing blow, and I was like, Oh no, he's brand new. <laughs>
2: oh I'm, oh I'm, no, uh, wait, not new he... for now. <laughs> while the paint's shipped.
0: Oh. What, was the name, what was the name? Dot or Do...
1: Dodd? It's
0: Dodd
1: D-O-D. d-a-u-d but it's Dod. pronounced Dodd.
0: Okay, yeah, Dodd was cool. I didn't get to speak with him very much, but he was definitely a cool
1: He's one of my co workers,
0: yeah, I know.
1: So I, I know him a little bit at least. I like.
0: I liked his style, and I liked his weapon. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, um, I got finishing blowed my first DI game, so welcome <laughs> to the club.
1: Yay! <laughs> well, happened. so what, what ended up happening, I'll give a brief summary, um, Circa's romantic partner, one of her romantic partners, um, I think it, I don't know, Cynthia the Stav- I think Kale is the only person that Circa is like romantically involved with on like a permanent basis currently. Mm. But um, Kale, Kale comes out and is like Circa, and we're all like, "What?" Um, And Kale was like, "Oh, where where have you been? Have you seen our daughter?" And she's like daughter what and it turns out that this is a kale from the future or they have a child and like they're, they're still together and all that kind of stuff and i i, I didn't overhear uh-huh. everything that ended up getting spoken about but i guess um circa in order to fix like the paradoxes and and send him back and get her powers back i don't know how it works 100 percent, but sh- she had to stab him with like I think the time knife I was kind of far away Oof. and I was trying to like heal people and stuff like that and I was like well I don't know what's going on ah. um so I know she stabbed him I think she stabbed him and then they all came out um the Yorubi I think came out and started fighting us I know I heard Kale go uh I think he said <laughs> Charmed by Hex or, or line of voice, by Hex, Dr. Compier, attack your allies. And I was just like, Oof. okay. <laughs> so I started fighting someone, and I'm not very good at fighting, so lucky for them, it was me. <laughs> I was fighting Kier, um, oh, yeah. but Circa ended up getting criticaled, and if Circa got criticaled, that meant that good Yorath also got criticaled. Like Jeez, if one of them went confusing. down they would both go down. Time <laughs> so time, one... time.
0: Time plot's annoying. It's <laughs>
1: not <laughs> it can be a little
0: confusing. bit confusing Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. but that's kinda I think that's like the point of it is right. it's time stuff. So it's it's meant to be kinda like, what the whoa and,
0: and circa's and circa's um the woman with like the very colorful clothes, right?
1: She wears like all green and she's got the giant bear cloak thing
0: oh oh okay i got this yeah. person i'm making she has an hourglass
1: on her belt
0: yes okay yep i completely okay cool
1: no worries I'm so still get,
0: i'm still getting used to a lot so
1: of people's we, names we brought them back and i i know it was like a really big emotional scene for her because like she had to stab her partner and like took a critical and your ass, good your ass took a critical and i think I think Yorath had to pull from the deck twice. Oh, really? Yeah, which I'm wondering if that has to do with the fact that Yorath has been split into multiples. So mm. I'm I'm unsure of that. Um, but that was the a big thing that happened for me Saturday morning. No,
2: it's a scarf guy, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So, um,
0: let's continue with Saturday morning. Saturday morning, I'm gonna basically be from. Waking up
2: to lunch. So does anybody... Well, you Wait. know the most important thing, though. Saturday morning. Yeah, what happened? Charlie Saturday? came back. Yeah! yeah!
0: Charlie. That's the first time I got to see Charlie.
1: I woke up in my bunk to the screams of, Charlie! And I was like, shit! <laughs> I'm missing it.
0: get that... for sleeping in late. Yep. <laughs> oh. Um... Did you got? Did you and Charlie do anything specifically cool? Oh man! So we met.
2: Blank? We met the uh, the brother's new wife. <laughs> um. What? Uh. The the curator uh, Zara.
1: <laughs> oh, so, Madame Zara?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we found out that we need to go and send an army out there to defend her city from whatever. Oh. Which may or may not actually happen. We don't know yet. I mean
0: everybody seems like they need an army right yeah. now. And we also need our army because Rilla's apparently like has an army right outside Brink.
2: I can make my own army. Don't worry. Cool. And then uh oh we went on a treasure hunt. Oh yeah. Yep. Check Do you, you want to hear the ballad of Skelduggery Compiere, the best compiere
1: Uh yeah. Was this
2: still in the morning? <laughs> yeah, it was. Jeez. Okay. Sure. Because literally, we ro- we walked into town, we hung out for a couple minutes, met Madame Zara, then we went on a, a conversation talk where we don't really want to talk about that right now. Mm. Top secret, top secret stuff that nobody needs to know about. And uh, out of nowhere comes the the mail person with a whole bunch of stuff, and he's got mail for me. <laughs> And uh Skulldugary sent me a letter saying that I, I have a secret secret key and we went on a treasure hunt.
0: I thought you were Skullduggery Compier. Maybe. You don't know. So you sent yourself a letter? You'd never know. <laughs> I mean we've already talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> Who knows? Alright. <laughs> What's with you and having characters that have secret identities that aren't so secret?
2: Well, I, I can't really go around as Cappy destroying, like, you know, random people's houses, so... I do it as a Garion.
0: I see. Because
2: that's a Garion thing that would happen. I,
0: I guess so then. Um, so, Sunday morning, I mean, Saturday morning, I had probably one of my highlights of the entire event, which was I got to... I went with a few people, mostly um, I think Som led it, and there was a few others, and we went to speak with Rilla, Ooh. who's the only one actually fucking hiding, it seems, out of the gods. Rilla,
1: you went to go uh, talk to Levin.
0: Levin, oh, did I say Rilla?
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I got
0: did, no, yeah, <laughs> that wrong. So I went to we went to go speak with Levin, who's the only god that seems to actually be sticking with the let's hide plan. Um. We went to a, um, a hidden location, and, um, Sam has this necklace that if we concentrate on it, we can all meditate, and our minds go to this tranquil, like, mind palace location, and that's where Rila is, or that's where her conscience is. Um, Levin? Levin. Do I keep saying Rilla? Damn it. Yeah. It's pretty, um, it's pretty Levin. Important. So, Levin, um... It's really unfortunate because Levin's my favorite <laughs> god at this point. so so we go there, and it was actually it was a really cool location. They took the um that common house um, and made it uh, into like this very like watery, kind of very calming location. We all sat down Aww. and um and Levin appeared, and we talked to Levin for a while about just anything, everything, generic stuff, um, you know, problems that we've been seeing, all this stuff. Levin talked to some of us personally, um, like they, Levin talked to Stein, Varen. Som, Malachi was there, which was really cool, and I got to see some of what makes Malachi super different from the rest of Clans, which was really nice. Um, previous game, I had a conversation with Rilla about what does peace mean, or what or what are some aspects of peace and stuff. Are we talking about Levin or Rilla? Levin. Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs>
0: Stop. Okay. <laughs> so Levin asked me um, what... Uh, asked me if I found any answers to the question that she presented me. And I guess I had a very... Maybe it's more t- like um a more of a uh taboo answer than i thought it was but i pretty much said that um one of the things that peace means to me is peace means no more gifts and no more primals i don't feel like people i don't feel like every person in the world that can change their face or throw fire makes for a peaceful world so I, that's one of the things I said. I should have elaborated more. I was rather unsure about it. It's so dumb, but like, cause I, cause one of my big things at this event was, I want to talk to Eleven, but I kind of didn't quite know what to say with with in this location with everybody around. I should have talked more than I did, but I was kind of more listening and and um being tranquil. And Levin told us a really cool story that was super neat. Um, And the person who does Levin um, did a great job. Like, the staff member that plays Levin is really good at playing this character, which I assume isn't probably the funnest character to play because Levin is often very, very sad or um, somber, wise, calm... And they tell, and Levin tells a lot of stories, so stories have to be fresh in their head. And they did a really cool job, and it was a super cool thing. Um, we found out that Rilla comes to Levin's tranquil place, at least her conscience, but Rilla doesn't ever say anything. Levin's there, and Levin keeps an eye on Rilla when she visits, but Rilla never se sever- never says anything there. So they just kind of are. So Levin just finds herself waiting. That's to... no, because I feel Levin's not doesn't seem like the person that forces a conversation or makes a thing happen. Levin kind of waits for things to approach her. So I think oh that's God. what's going on is they're waiting for Rilla or Rilla's subconscious to make the first step towards her.
1: Oh, I meant, con- I think it's it's spooky that Rilla's subconscious is just kind of like walking oh, in and, and mellowing.
0: I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's a cry for help in a way. I think, and this yeah. is all speculation, but I'm pretty... That uh, doesn't negate are, it being spooky. Sure. No, no, it doesn't. But we're all kind of seem to be in this position where we're not quite sure what's going on with Rilla. Some people think that the the one who slumbers has possessed her, which would kind of make sense. um some people just think that too much dream magic corrupts Rilla either way. Rilla seems corrupted, and it seems like there's a piece of her still her true self still in there. It's just locked away, and I feel like yeah. that's what's able to visit Levin's tranquil place Aww. um but that was super cool i i really I really enjoyed that. Um, I just wish I wish I had more to say, and I wish I had talked to uh, it. It seemed like there was a lot of people talking to Rilla, then back to us, and then back to Rilla. I really wish that I that once a conversation had started, or a thing that I like, I wish that Rilla when they talked to like someone like Malachi, Malachi said something. I wish I also said something to Malachi. If that makes sense. I don't know. It was it was an interesting environment. Um, it was super spiritual in a way. Um, but that's something big that happened on Saturday morning for me. And I don't... I'm trying to think of anything else big that happened Saturday morning. I, I think that's also when The Chosen got the letter from the League of Centres. Or whatever they were called. Something Centres. Mm-hmm. The what so apparently, there's this group. Um, the sinners are in the name, I don't remember what the other thing is, so I'm gonna call them a, the League of Sinners. Ooh. But they are they were chosen that once the true nature of the gods became known, defected, and have now joined a new group, um, the League of Sinners, to basically strike out against the chosen unless certain demands are met. And they gave us. A demand note saying we want basically they had three big things. They want the they want children to stop being chosen, so all the chosen selection to halt. They wanted us to burn Brink to the ground, and they want wanted us to renounce the gods as imposters.
2: All right, sounds reasonable.
0: And if they if we didn't stop if we didn't do those demands, they would. They would kill the children that we chose. Fuck. <laughs> they would go to um, churches and um, and um, and I forget what the temples are called um, but they would go to them and kill all the children.
1: Priories.
0: Priories. They'd go to all priories and kill all the children oh, shit. <laughs> which we're all like that seems rather extreme especially since one of their demands is stop choosing children stop kidnapping children or if you don't we're gonna kill the children you just kidnapped. Yeah. And Sorry, like, Billy. Jesus. We're like, holy shit, man. This is a this is some hard ball that's directed in a weird way, and um, and so we spoke about it. Um, all of the chosen, except for unfortunately, there was a new player. Um, I'm trying to remember their name, Cleo? their name, Cleo. Um. They were a new player, and I didn't know they were chosen until Saturday night. And I didn't even know they were a siphon until Sunday morning. So, which I'm really upset about, because I really wish they were part of this conversation. Um, but we basically talked about it, how we could meet some demands, because I kind of wanted, because I advocated that we should just stop the choosing process anyway, because it's, it's one, very not great. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to keep choosing people at the moment. Especially if we want to do a world hop from, um, what was our world called again?
1: Akana, Akana.
0: Akana to Telmir. If we were going to do that world jump, having as few infants mm-hmm. to take care of as possible sounds like a smart move. So I advocated yeah. for that um Lorelei agreed with me Cole agreed with me I think Cole agreed with I'm not sure yeah Um, I think Isaac I think we're all pretty much of the mind that let's just stop the choosing process for a while if not forever and while we're at it we should probably go through a transition so we talked about that so I think we said we were going to have a meeting with the sinners later the night so that we now that we had that conversation out of the way and knew what we were going to say and do. We were ready for it. And we just had to wait for night. So Yay. I think that's all the Saturday morning stuff for me. Did you kill him? We'll get to that. Um,
1: um,
0: so. you Do you guys have any other Saturday morning stuff?
1: Uh, da, 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 da. We that... picked out a spot. For the Bat Leech. Okay. Um, because we had to pick a spot. To fight the Bat Leech. Um, so we did that.
0: That's a proper um, hunt right there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We
1: picked a good, I think a good spot was chosen. I didn't, I didn't participate in the spot choosing thing. I had a, my mornings were pretty rough this event. I woke up pretty late and all that kind of stuff. Doc saw Charlie and gave Charlie a gift. What um, was the
0: gift? Money?
1: No, it was, um, <laughs> it was a, Um, a peacock kind of like, um, pendant that she had commissioned oh. by a jeweler compier. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was funny because Charlie said, oh, Doc, I love you too, and Doc, like, pretty much short-circuited for a few minutes after that. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Was super funny. Yeah, it was super funny acting that out, because she was like, <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what else happened in the morning. I know... I don't think anything else major happened for me up until the point where Rilla showed up.
0: Okay. Oh, that's yeah, right. That, that, happened. that
1: was technically like before lunchtime. So that I would yeah. say it's morning. Let's
0: jump to that then. Unless Eric, do you have anything to add? Nah. Okay. So then Rilla showed up. Um Actually, I've been talking a lot. Do you want of you guys want to talk about Rilla showing up?
1: Um, I know, so unfortunately, it was another instance of like me being in the med tent, so kind of like seeing stuff happening, but not really know what's going on. I know Rilla showed up, and people were like talking to her and all that stuff, so I don't know if it was earlier that day, or if it was Friday night. I think it was Friday night. Um, someone came and asked Steelcore Weaponry Guild Compere to make a um, crossbow bolt of Dark Primal
0: oh yeah um, i yeah i heard about this after the fact that's that the me. hunt had planned something
1: yeah and that was a big thing that i i know um out of game i was really tired so i was having a hard time figuring out like what what doc would slash should said so she tried to be as comforting as possible to Steelcore, core but for for gary culture making something like that was, like, really, really difficult. Um, I think if it was Dr. Compure, Dr. Compure would have just outright refused.
0: Yeah, because isn't that how Gearing's got in trouble the first time?
1: That's how he got the penance, because um the crossbow bolt of air was made and used to shoot Titan. And then very recently it was used to shoot Titan a second time and steel Core is also a spouse of Titan. So I'm, um, I'm sure steel Core, I know steel Core didn't handle that well. Um, huh. and then, so that was like very unfortunate, um, in character. It was one of those things where it was like, Ooh, that worked. out of character. It's like, ah, oh, that tasty RP that, that good, like hurt. Whoa. Kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, in game, I know, <laughs> I know in-game, Doc wasn't directly involved with it, but she could deeply empathize with how hard it must have been and like how she was... uh, Actually, Doc was very angry. She was infuriated, but uh, she kept it together because she didn't want Steelcore to feel even worse, but she was fucking livid that anyone would have asked him to do that. Mm. and and she kind of tried to ask like who told you to do this and Steelcore was really vague about it so I don't know if that was on purpose to prevent Doc from going and like getting super mad but she was pretty understandably upset about the whole thing not at Steelcore but that other people would even ask
0: God how you... did you oh uh, yeah um well, so...
1: so yeah so the Hunt showed up and decided to try well... and fuck- yeah, so before
0: before even that, so when Rilla showed up, she had this, um, she had one of the gift givers, which are these big fucking bird people, yeah. and they were carrying this, she was carrying a, a, um, a spire, and she, like, set it right down, and the tag said that it's, like, so heavy that it can't be moved. So she just set it down casually, and then just kind of, like, walked around casually and, like, said, and everybody was, like, freaking the fuck out, because it's the first time we've seen her since. Like she, she ran away, um, and she was just like saying she's doing all this stuff about, oh yeah, no, I've been good, I'm having big plans, been doing cool stuff, all this kind of thing, and it, she's, you know, clearly gone a little mental from having so much power and being able to change reality as we know it, and, and. Uh, eh. Yeah, and people are she's doing all this like weird shit. Nice. And the hunt and the hunt tried to attack her, that's right, which w- didn't go well. It really didn't go well. The um the hunt the entire hunt attacked Rilla and she not only fought him off, but she cast a area dream become dream become ideal on everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was a siphon, so I was able to resist this. But you guys had to, like, open up a special thing, yeah?
1: Oh my god. Oh my god, it was so what funny. What
0: did it say? I'm so curious, because I couldn't open up mine, so I didn't know quite what it said.
1: I literally, I took a picture of it, um, Sunday. So I know mine was, or, wake it up, I opened it up, and I was like, oh, that's just absolutely fucking fantastic. Um... It's pretty much you dream that you're kind, so kind you're ready to give pieces of yourself away at a moment's notice. You love helping others and never need to think of yourself. So I'm like, oh, so take Doc's like self-sacrificialness and like crank it up to eleven. Um, I know Jeez. at one point, uh, <laughs> Vesper, L- Vesper and Lucha came up and they were like, Doc, your apron is all covered in blood. It could be really scary and like really makes some people uncomfortable. And Doc's like, you're totally right. I should take it off. So Doc took it off and like put it under the med tent table. Like, how could I have done this? I'm, I'm such a jerk. I, a bloody apron. What kind of monster am I? Oh my gosh. And then at one point, Cappy and Doc ended up handcuffed to each other because they were like, oh, it's their friendship bracelets. And Doc was all like, Cappy, you're so wonderful. I'm so glad you're my friend.
2: God. He knows.
0: <laughs> Oz, I remember Oz being, like, really, like, yeah, and he's like, okay. Walker, if you ever need anything, anything, let me know. And I'm, like, I'm a god. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, everybody was, so, everybody got enchanted to become the, their ideal become ideal, Torilla. So everybody was super kind and super into Rilla and all this other shit. Everybody who resisted the effects, it was really eerie. Yeah. Especially since we weren't in on the joke, because we didn't know what you guys technically had for tags and stuff. So we're all looking around. There's like maybe five of us in total that resisted, were able to resist that magic. And it was really fucking weird seeing everybody just like like be so not themselves, and and all this stuff. And at a game, we obviously know that you everybody got the little slips, and obviously it become ideal. You know, does what it sounds like. We were we were easily able to piece together. But role playing, like not knowing what the hell was going on, and yeah. it was just super eerie. It felt oh. super wrong that Rilla was able to just like like enslave you guys' minds to force you to think a different way it was very like disgusting um (laughs) and super not great um the clan that wears a lot of white i forget what his name is elijah elijah was speaking to rilla and was very i guess he was able to resist it as well and he was talking speaking with her and he was able to make get to drop it for you guys but not before y'all like bowed before her or something what was that
1: I I don't know. I think some people started to do it, and then other people like just followed suit.
0: Yeah, everybody did.
1: And every I, everyone was doing it just to kind of like it, it was. It definitely made for like a creepy moment for those who resisted it because I could yeah. see you guys. Your faces were super freaked out. Isaac I know, and I
0: exchanged a lot of like
1: oh shit, pleasant
0: look. like looks. Like uh, I don't. I know.
1: think my favorite part was when it got purged. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, cuz you were probably handcuffed to Cappy still, right? Well,
1: no. <laughs> we we had taken them off uh at some point. Like we'd put them on as like, uh, "Oh, this is so funny. We're such good friends." And I think later uh it got purged. Um Doc looked down and was like, "Where the fuck is my apron?" and <laughs> went over and picked it up and I think like pointed at someone and was like, this is her, was like holding it out at people and was like, this is an important part of who I am. How dare anybody tell me that I can't have this? And I think Kathy walked up and was like, oh, her Doc, and, Ke- and Doc was just like, fuck you.
0: <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta Aww, reestablish
1: you, those boundaries.
0: You, you have the same relationship I had with Danny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Doc, 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 Doc likes Cappy, but she's not ready to admit it yet.
0: Oh, I'm telling you, same same dynamic. <laughs> same shit Hex and Danny had going on.
1: Oh my on. gosh. It's because Hex characters are so wonderful, but it, yeah, they're, it so is. Fun, they're so fun to fuck with. Yeah. Because yeah. I, cause, cause Cappy dishes it just as much as Doc does.
0: Yeah. But... We both take and dish a whole a lot.
2: We have a lot of fun.
1: So the Rilla thing was pretty, like, oh, gosh.
2: Yeah, I think was they
1: was I know they sh- tried shooting the Dark Bull Datter and it just did not it work. It didn't
2: work, yeah. No. That was a waste of good technology right hey. there. Hey! <laughs> yeah.
0: And also, we lost that Band of the Hunt, because that, that Band of the Hunt didn't get... I don't think they got purged, so they're, like, under Rilla's control. Yeah. I think it was the sixth band. I'm not oh, quite no. sure how it works. But, yeah, so that, that Hunt faction's just... Gone now too. So oh, gosh. cool. That was that was that was upsetting for Walker to see, because Walker still is on the mindset that Rilla can be saved, and Rilla is still a god, and all the Hunt are just attacking her. And people on our side, our our Hunt members are attacking, and I'm like, I I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't want to hit them, <laughs> but I don't want this to go on. Yeah, it's rather weird. And I'm sure Cappy was just sipping wine. Ah, uh, he doesn't care. But yeah, you don't care. <laughs> um, any other? other so other big things that happened Saturday. Um, like this is like the post. Daytime. Yeah, this is post lunch. Did you go on the time bubble thing?
1: The one with um that which slumbers and the stalwart dream and yeah, every, yeah, yeah. I did, was there for that.
2: Did you go on that one too, Eric? No, we we were doing fat lines of sleep depressants. Oh That's my right. God. I remember that. We'll get to that.
0: We'll get to your shenanigans <laughs> and your Saturday night because you had a few and you built a thing which I want to talk about too. But so I remember just go. I don't. I didn't get all the details on this while like I joined because I wanted something to do. I was kind of itching for fighting, and there seemed like to be a large group with no le- number cap that was going to fix a time bubble, and um, they had some sort of time right with them um time master proxo sure i don't know people so um (laughs) so we go in there we're basically said we have to remove the thing that's not supposed to be there or something like that and so we go in this big field and all these people there's like these two figures that are that are kneeling in front of each other or sitting in front of each other and then a bunch of people like bowing and chanting behind them and we get close and it's not too and it's not too long before a fight breaks out and it was some good fighting um i had a good time cuz i was fighting them off and i was and i was super buffed for this one because um i had looked in that water thing and the the rock shrine or whatever the hell that gives you plus 1 blood and plus 1 yeah Um, armor and then i think someone else gave me extra armor so i was kind of like more durable than i am usually and so when we were fighting we were fighting people and i was able to like get behind them and so i like ran through a bunch of them from behind and started striking them from behind and running through and i was pretty agile and i was doing pretty good um Though I blew through all of my valor in one move because Isaac went down and there were like three people around him and they were pushing us back. And I'm like, oh, we need to get to Isaac or he's toast. And so like I went up. I told people to like cover me in just a second, like the people that were on our side. And then I like ran towards Isaac with the three people and I did my area trip. Which is super costly. (laughs) It's a it's a three valor one move thing. So I tripped everybody that was around Isaac and I grabbed him and I fucking peeled out of there. Oh no. Yeah. Which I is it was cool to use the move, but it's a move I hope I never have to use because I only have three valor. Yeah. So if I use all of my valor there, then I have no valor for the battle. So I just have to like do mundane hits, which Understood. I still did, and it was still good. Like I can do mundane hits just fine. Like that doesn't really slow me down. But I almost went down a few times. I uh, and do you remember Katie? All the times like I ran up to you and like stood next to your shield with my like my staff out.
1: Yeah. That's
0: that's those are all the times that I w- was broken down to one blood. <laughs> Oh no! I think I would ask you for blood. There was you and someone else. I'd ask for blood quite often.
1: Yeah, Doc. Doc's pretty okay. I usually try to hold on to at least some remedies for like people that are standing up. Yeah. I try not to blow through all my valor and grace immediately. So. Right.
0: That's the big thing. Is like
1: Doc's usually pretty good for that.
0: That's why I don't mind having the palm too, because people are like, "Oh, I can heal you, but it takes some time." I'm like, "Do it, and I'll." Keep things at bay. Like, you know, I think if you can just... Because it takes, like, what, 30 seconds to heal? Or is it a minute to heal one blood?
1: I think it, for time rights, it's one minute.
0: One minute? I think oh, for
1: for other stuff. No. Is shorter? I would have to look it up.
0: I'm not quite sure, but I, there's a few people that would either restore my armor or blood that i would keep them at a i'd keep things at a distance i we were usually behind a decent amount of people anyway but i almost went down a few times that fight it was uh that one was pretty pretty risky and um (laughs) trying to remember what other big things i did during i mean it's a fight so there's not like a whole lot of a whole lot to say um Though I did, someone did put me in charge of, uh, or someone did hand off justice. Um, what's it, Justice Randall? Re- Randall. Justice Randall. Randall. Justice Randall. And I was like, oh, okay. First name Justice, last last name, last name Randall. Randall. Hell yeah. And um, and they sat them next to me, and told me to look over them. So um, so I was watching over him, right? And I was and things were over and I was like, OK, so don't do anything crazy because I don't have a lot of blood to protect you. And he's like, I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, or or no. Oh, no. They said I'm dead or not dead or been something critical. Yeah, critical. So I was like, oh, so I like picked him up and I'm like, I'm going to bring you like way back here. And we, like went way back and I'm like, you know, what? I, let's just go to the tree line. and we we went over to the tree line and then we pretty much retreated after that point um poor justice needed a needed an intervention Oh, nothing bad happens during interventions though yeah um so that was do you have any things to add to that Katie um Do you know what was going on? I just know that the, the, um, the one who slumbers was there. I don't know. It was. Stuff. I think it was so...
1: the, the moment in which that which slumbers and the stalwart dream merged. I see. Because he went from, or it went from the stalwart dream, which is Corey. Oh, fuck. I said a name. I'm sorry oh it's, no it's
0: okay i mean he I runs think the thing
1: i think we've done that before sorry
0: we've done it before we <laughs> so i know if any of you are new listeners we try we super try not to drop real names um sometimes you gotta say billy you know it just happens sometimes no. it happens but we're just absolutely adamant that if we do we promise we'll never drop a last name as well
1: uh, um, so staff member that is frequently i don't
0: know i mean he's one of the people that runs the game right his name's I, on I the guess thing
1: that's true i think i think i think his name is legitimately on the book so i guess it's public information i don't know i hope so
2: either um, way the, the the endless whatever was there he
1: he was he that's the moment he began that which slumbers because he put on the mask and then started doing the whale noises And then the area Wound by dream, which was when Doc was like, "All right, maybe it's time for us to go." Yeah,
0: probably some. But we we
1: rescued the old Zara, or Zaya, Zaya. Sorry, Zara. Zara is um the DiBiario's brother's wife.
0: Okay, sure. I I once again don't know people and the NPCs of this game, so okay.
1: The Zaya is the uh, like leader of the Yerubi. Um, oh okay. So this is the former Zaya, the the one before our current Zaya. Oh. So are they trapped I, I there
0: or is this like way in the past?
1: I guess he was like in his office and the next thing he knew he was there. And that's oh. why he was like I think he was providing buffs to us. Oh. right fight cuz I saw well, that... him like giving military orders, and then doing like a bestow one, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, oh, wow. So, okay, this guy's oh, cool.
0: I would have loved but, um, to get hit by one of those.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get any
0: buffs. I was, I think I was you had drained. To,
1: yeah, I think you had to be nearby him. Because oh, I know sure. I wasn't close enough for that. I just heard him talking. But um, I don't know what happened after we got him out of there. But I'm assuming he's being kept somewhere safe or is returned to his proper timeline. Or I, mm. I'm unsure.
2: They killed them in the
0: woods.
1: Oh no! They would never.
0: <laughs> it would be a real Clanth move to do. Um, oh, oh my gosh! Man. You're gonna
1: piss off. You realize like a third of the players are Clanth at this point, right? Sure. Oh man. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm looking through my notes. I'm trying to see if anything else happened during the day. I like.
0: I like the Clanth. I'm just. I like making fun of them too. Every culture in this game is fun to make fun of. Speaking of culture I don't get and I don't get to do it as Walker because Walker's super nice to everybody.
1: Yeah. I can feel that. Um
2: Man, you know me... what was really great? What? Raiding the medical tent for drugs.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> and then smashing them up in your mortar and pestle and then just fucking
0: Are we down. are we gonna are we going to go into Eric mischief story time now? Because you had a few moments like this throughout the... I don't the...
2: know what we're talking about. I don't did you do have any mischief. I yeah. don't do any mischief whatsoever. Well, Everything you also was... had your
0: Siege Engine project. You had a few, had a few like, not super big in terms of overall world stuff, but you had a few little pranks and things you did this event.
2: Yeah. Well, we found a bunch of a bunch of drugs and... We had to keep the party going, you know, so yeah. smashed them up, did some alcohol, pounded yeah. them down. It was
0: all like what Smarties yeah. that was put in a in a in a jar at the medical tent. And they were supposed to be like some sort of like pain reliever narcotic things. Yeah. <laughs> but people were just eating them because they were candy. So you had a lot of people <laughs> in game eating them just raiding the medical tent (laughs) for drugs and yeah i saw you with crushed lines of fucking sugar that
2: was that was charlie's idea first off charlie's plan charlie Charlie. knows how to party
1: charlie (laughs) sorry
2: now brett you can understand how great it is to have another person like happy in in the town
1: i loved um i guess a silly thing that happened saturday i loved when um Doc dressed up as Cappy for a little while.
0: Yep, uh, I don't remember this. I wasn't here for that. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I don't remember Cappy. why. I think Doc was a little slap happy at the time. Um, so this is when um something like Heimer Titan's son or something like that. My the tree lumberjack. Friend. Yeah, the lumberjack. The, the tree mancy guy. Yeah. <laughs> showed up. It was like Cappy and all that stuff. Um so then I uh we threw some of Cappy's stuff on Dr. Compier. Dr. Compier was going around with the fan, like fanning it super aggressively, walking up to people and being like, Hello, I am Cappy. I am an idiot. Give me <laughs> some barrel. <borrow." laughs> and just nice. kind of being goofy. I think this is during like uh this is right before dinner actually. Was if it? yeah because i was getting line for dinner i feel like we had a very early dinner
2: no because we did this twice did we well we we dressed up Steelcore.
1: well that was that was sunday was it when, that's when sunday was when you did um osteen eye for the Garian guy
0: yeah okay <laughs> how did how doc feel about Steelcore? because he was turning into a curator how did Doc, you feel when you first saw that?
1: Doc and Steelcore had that discussion in the origin, and um,
0: okay, are you,
1: ready, are you ready for the them good heart feels? Yeah. Um, they talked about it, and Doc was like really, really stressing out about the idea of like becoming curators and stuff like that. Yeah. But Steelcore brought up an interesting or really important point, which was that just because they were gonna start to look like curators wasn't gonna change who they were on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so Doc pretty much said to Steelcore when Steelcore took the hat off and was like, eh. I think everyone was definitely they looked pretty nervous, like Doc was gonna flip out, but Doc pretty much like said to Steelcore like, as long as I know it's you, it's you, it's Steelcore that's on the inside and that's all that matters to me. Aww. Oh. Oh.
0: Well, we're I had, already... an, I had, a, I had an extra hood I was willing to lend him to cover oh. up the <laughs> I thought it was fine.
1: I felt really bad for Peter. I feel like, fuck! No! (laughs) Crap! Sorry! I'm sorry! Bobby! (laughs) Bobby! (laughs) I felt bad for Steelcore's player because I can't imagine wearing the fishnets on on his head was comfortable. Gosh dang it! On your
2: noggin. I'm going to write down a
1: little reminder for myself. Sure. No name okay and so then, uh, yeah um what else happened saturday day?
2: so the funny part is too right like you're all mad because you don't want to look like it like like the uh, curators but you go over to osteen Town, and we're literally in bed with the curators <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, there's a reason that why that explains... pretty aggressive towards most of the osteen <laughs>
0: It really explains a lot that curators are what the Osteen and Garen used to be, because you're both both cultures have a city underground, pretty much,
2: right?
1: Uh, Osteen well, live in about caves. The,
2: I don't know about and the Garian. Tell Osteen. Huh? So I don't know if the Telmir Osteen live underground. I'm pretty sure they have cities.
1: I don't. I don't think they do well, because so they have to consume sunlight, right?
2: They don't. I, I don't think there is a sun over there. I'm not completely sure how it works. I don't, I don't really know. know. I'm okay. not married to anyone. Well, so I don't know. <laughs> so the curators do did at one point live
0: underground, though, right? I don't know. Or they do.
1: I, mean, I, had, I don't I had know. No, they live in staff. they live in towers. Okay. They live in like tower fortresses sort of things. I know because I have memories. Oh,
2: because. Yeah. We need a tower fortressy
1: thing. We had to, to, when when humanity was freeing all of the other art people, um, they had to go through different towers. Hmm. So I think they must live above ground.
0: Or they just had fortresses above ground. I thought I had, so this is some outside information, but it's like old stuff. Well, so like apparently staff used to call curators mole men back in the day. When they were first oh, met okay. up because they were living underground or something like uh, that, oh, and then, okay. then the players named them the Sun Starved, and well, then started calling them the Curators.
2: Well, we found we found some in in Arcana that were underground, but they were like in a dark prison that we oh. accidentally walked into. Oh, interesting. They've
0: so, been
1: given so many. Well,
0: so so Garion, Garion's capital though is underground, isn't it, or is it like in a big cave?
1: It's yeah, it's it's underground.
0: I just I think, think it was like... an interesting observation that that well, both Gary Garyan and Osteen's are They're are... all from the
2: same place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting that your two
2: capitals are covered up by the sun. In well, Garians and Osteen used to be Osteen.
1: I think I think for Gary, I think it's like a big hole in the ground. It's kind of like your um
2: the it's idea like you had for Antiford. A Greylock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a strip mine, right?
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: Huh. okay, never mind. Um, other things that happened Saturday. <laughs> Yay! We're talking um, about we made a. We got Sunday to go through. We made we made an airship. That's right. That was, that was cool because cool. you had no. You were missing some pieces from your siege
2: engine. Yeah, well, we we're so sitting there, kick-bashed. and um, Alonso was sitting there, and he had his bag, and I'm like, "Oh, you're gonna make a ballista," and he's like, "Oh, I lost a part," and I'm sitting there, and I'm like. Well that's unfortunate because it's it sucks because like the, the the kits are really cool, but like if you they lose are. a part you're done, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's definitely. pretty rough. So yeah. like we felt bad for a couple minutes and I'm like, you know, it'd be really funny if we just turned that into something else and then we sold it to the Siege compierre for like Mucho Perlo. And uh that's what we did.
0: And that was super cool because you got a lot of people involved in that that were like kind of sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, like, I like you the, some new people the... in. I like to drag people into my problems. Yeah, yeah. well, no, it's it's super cool because it's definitely lifting people up and bringing them into the fold. I think yeah. that's a super cool thing. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and
1: then uh, I have a Saturday daytime thing. Well, Eric, you go first.
2: No, I got nothing. Are you sure? I don't even. I don't even play the game.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, you do.
2: We'll get into your big. I do fat lines of, of, of candy, and I, draw, yeah. I make airships. What's Here, your problem? I'll,
1: I'll do one more thing, and then we can get to some of you guys' big stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Doc went to the Temple of Serpents. Yes. Yep. I, think, I think that was the first one. So that was the one where the the originator of the scar was located. Um, we pretty much went through puzzles where there was, like, some automaton that was there that was at a puzzle that we had to get past um and it was a lot of like having to put people on like um pressure plates and stuff like that and having to figure that out um at one point there was like a pressure plate it was an incredibly small square like like a floor tile sized square Mm. and we had to fit six people on it how would that work out We're all much closer after that experience. (laughs) It it had on the thing, it had like um, content warnings and that one was prolonged physical contact with other players in a non-hostile.
0: Yeah, did you guys just have a big group hug?
1: Pretty much. It was all of us like just holding on to each other (laughs) while on the platform. It was was actually really funny because for me, um, I don't know the Scarvento players outside of games super well. But they're always so funny and so, like, charming and clever in-game
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, that I can't help. But I've, I've pretty much decided that Doc finds the Scarventa very interesting and definitely likes the ones that are in Brink a lot. Um, yeah. Just because they're a little, they're kind of oddballs. and They are
0: oddballs. <laughs> but I, I
1: just like being around them so much. So um, That's fair. It ended up I being like being a lot, a lot of fun. Too. And it was a real treat getting to get to the end and letting, hearing the scar. um, I'm sad because they were missing two of them. So two of them missed out on the conversation and stuff like that, but they pretty Mm -hmm. much got to have a conversation about like their origins and what the purpose of it all was. And like, pretty much like getting to meet their creator in kind of a way. And um, that was really meaningful for them, I think. And it answered a lot of their questions. They got some cool stuff out of it, which I think people should ask them about in-game if they really want to. I don't know. It's up to them if they want to I share have, it.
0: I have no infram- no knowledge. Walker yeah. has no knowledge of any of this, so I won't be doing that.
1: That's okay. Um, but I know out of game, Um, I thought it was a real treat to be able to see that happen and everything. It didn't directly impact Dr. here, but it was cool to be able to see them have that like big cultural moment, um and then the temple started falling apart. We got the Hearthstones, and we got we escape. Hmm. Um, what this the escape was really funny because I think it was just a bunch of staff members making hissing sounds and throwing snakes at us, just... <laughs> <laughs> which I it super tickled me. Um, the cool thing about that temple for Doctor Compeer is that because she had level two blight, she had three resist poison.
0: Oh, nice. There you yeah, go. Yeah, so
1: at one point, I just stepped on the snakes, and I was like, resist? Onto the platform.
0: <laughs> you're Wait, you're on stage two of Blight?
1: Not anymore. She's okay. stage one now. She's been trying to get rid of it. She She got it down to level one, and then we went to the origin, and I got hit with so many Blight packets, I lost track. Oof. And I had it it got to the point where i got hit with so many that i was like okay i'm <laughs> i'm definitely maxed out blight i'll go down so i'll be level 2 next game and so next game i'll be level 1 and then i'll be able to purge it um there's a way to get rid of it now but doc doesn't doc's not super comfortable with it she's i'm kind of role playing it as like because she's a doctor she's going to trust her medicine over some like weird magic stuff full tree ghost that used to be of your brand huh interesting she doesn't, she doesn't trust it so
2: okay but interesting
1: that was the last thing I had during the day everything else happened at night time and that was where the worst stuff happened
2: yeah uh let me think of <laughs> but you know what you what you forgot though
1: is it Skull comp here and Chikani? when
2: those two Compure. lovely rogues came into town
1: and I tried to arrest them
2: I don't know what you were yelling but we got the hell out of there <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: I didn't even know. I was holding. I saw you. Pups. I saw
2: you come out with the manacles and you're screaming something about Garian or something like that. Compiere were like, "Fuck this,
1: run!"
0: Well, <laughs> oh shit, here comes Doc. Fucking scatter.
2: Oh no, here comes the comps. Okay, no, I got. <laughs> I got. Breaking news and plot armor podcast news stuff. It seems that we have gotten reports that a lot of our uh, episodes are too long for many uh, podcast uh, f- things that, that hold our casts a pod. So, so we have to cut this episode in half. So there'll be a part two and uh, then you can go and check that out. But right now, I'm cutting it quick right now and then you can listen to r- rest of Brett's story of whatever he's going to talk about. And that's all I have for the news. See you in a second.